Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Bible in Life podcast. My name is John Whitaker, and I am the host of the Bible in Life. Grateful for you. Glad you're joining me on this episode. Here on the Bible in Life, our goal is really to help us all be better followers of Jesus, and to do that specifically by providing what I like to call blue jeans theology. And by that, I mean Bible teaching that's in the language of everyday life, uh, set in the context of everyday life, answering maybe some of the needs or questions of everyday life so that we can follow Jesus right in the midst of our everyday life. So that is what we're all about. And the Bible in Life is part of an overall online ministry that includes this podcast. It includes the listener's commentary. If you haven't checked that out, it's where I teach straight through Bible books, much like a written commentary, but in, in audio fashion. Uh, some online courses that are available inside the listener's commentary study hub. And all of that is, by and large, a listener-supported, crowdfunded Bible teaching ministry. So if you're part of the support team, thanks a ton for your support. You make this ministry possible by your generosity and your faithfulness and your prayers. So thanks a ton for that. And if you want to join the team, you can do so. Uh, uh, at the link down in the notes below or swinging over to johnwhitaker.net clicking the give button and setting up a monthly recurring donation there or giving a one-time donation as well. All right, this is Thanksgiving week here in the United States and I'm going to, I'm going to follow suit. <laughs> it is very traditional and customary this time of year for pastors to preach sermons on thankfulness at church, for podcasts to be about thankfulness, memes on social media to be about thankfulness. And I'm going to follow suit because I've been thinking a lot about thankfulness over the course of this year. And I've been doing that realizing that I have not done a great job at practicing thankfulness on a regular basis. There have been times in my life where I have, where I've had like even a journal and I wrote down things to thank God for, or there have been times where I had uh, like one day a week where the focus of my morning praying was going to be uh, thankfulness and things I'm grateful for. And I just have not been doing that for the last handful of years. And I've noticed a difference. And uh, the reality is, is thankfulness is good for us. <laughs> it's not just important. It's not just something that we're called to do and commanded to do, if you will. It's actually good for us. And so let me just begin by reading a couple of passages. Then I want to look at a few actual kind of sociological studies and then give you some things I'm thankful for. So that's where I want to go with this. Probably one of the more well-known passages, because it's brief and succinct, is out of 1 Thessalonians 5. And in the middle of this sentence, it says, In everything, give thanks. The whole sentence says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. In everything, give thanks. It's... It's just one of those things that we're called to do as Christians. We have good reason to do as Christians. We know God. We know the giver of every good gift. We know ultimately what he's done for us in Jesus Christ. And so it's God's will for you in Christ that you give thanks, he says. Um, and that means it's what God wants for you. And God wants it for you because it's good for you. Another passage, Colossians chapter 3, picking up in uh, verse 15 
and there's a series of statements, all of which end with some reference to gratitude. I want to hear this because it's almost like a refrain. So he says, Colossians 3.15, Let the peace of Christ, to which indeed you were called in one body, rule in your hearts. The idea of rule there is like act as an umpire, an arbiter in your hearts. Rule in your hearts and be thankful. And he's talking to not just individuals, but the entire community of faith, the church there in Colossae. And so he's saying to them, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts among you and help sort things out and bring harmony to you. And together, be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And so three sentences with three specific calls to actions, all of which are ended with some reference to being thankful, singing with thankfulness, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And uh, this just indicates to us how central thanksgiving is to the Christian life. Like following Jesus and being a disciple is something that ought to be marked by thankfulness, gratitude, singing thankful songs. Um, this is who we are. And again, this is not just God telling us to do something that we have to do. It's something that he actually knows is good for us. And uh, and again, like I said, I've been thinking a lot about this over the course of this last year, realizing I have not been practicing this very well. Uh, so let me just reference a couple studies that struck me. I came across an article that summarized a few studies on this. I actually came across this earlier this year. A couple studies from the University of California at Davis um, published a study in 2015. So this study is about seven years old, but in 2015, that, that considered the physical outcomes of practicing gratitude. Um, in this particular study that, that they published, one-third of the subjects of, in the study were asked to keep a daily journal of things that happened during the week for which they were grateful. Another third was asked just to write down daily irritations or events that had displeased them. And then the last group, third in the group was asked to write down just situations or events with no emphasis on either positive or negative emotional attachment. Um, and at the end of the 10-week study, each group then was asked to record how they felt physically and generally about life um, as a result of this practice. And the group that wrote down things they were thankful for every day um, reported feeling much more optimistic, more positive about their lives. Uh, they were more physically active. Uh, they reported fewer visits to the doctor than those who re reported negative experiences. Like overall, their physical well-being was better because they focused on things that they were grateful for in this study. Uh, other studies have shown the same sorts of things. Um, they have shown that practicing like regular intentional practicing of gratitude can improve your sleep quality, can reduce feelings of anxiety and depression. Uh, it leads to overall better mood, less fatigue. It even reduces inflammation in the body. Like practicing gratitude can reduce inflammation. 
That's shocking and surprising. Um, they've done brain studies where people are uh, experiencing, you know, practicing gratitude, writing down things they're grateful for, and it, it, watching what it triggers in the brain. And it actually uh, triggers parts of the brain that are associated with moral cognition, social cognition, that are associated with reward and empathy and compassion, all of which suggests that gratitude actually leads to acting better, getting along more with others, and being genuinely more compassionate and kind to others. Like, so when God says, uh, in everything give thanks, when he calls us to be thankful, sing with thankfulness, and give thanks through Jesus to God, when he's calling us to that, he's actually inviting us into something that he knows, as our designer and creator, is good for us. Um, now, one of the things that, that often happens as disciples of Jesus, at least in my observation of myself, uh, leading small groups and pastoring people, is we practice gratitude when we're feeling grateful, but we don't practice gratitude when life is hard. And I think one of the things these studies remind us is, like, doesn't matter if there's daily irritations or difficulties, there's also things we can be grateful for. And if we take uh, note of those things and pay attention to those things, even in the midst of difficulties and irritations, overall, it's good for us. And so I think there's wisdom in the way these scriptures, they don't say, well, when you're feeling good about life, make sure you tell people that and you tell God that and be thankful. It's a command, a call to action. Be thankful in everything, like every circumstance, every situation, all the time, give thanks. Like, um, do it all the time. And so I think there's wisdom for us in intentionally and specifically and deliberately creating rhythms and habits to help us be grateful and to practice in everything giving thanks. And that's what I've noticed about myself over the last, like there, there have been times where I was intentional about that. I, just life goes on, you get busy, you change your habits. And I've realized I have not been nearly as intentional about that in my morning praying or my evening reflections on the day. I haven't had intentional rhythms of practicing gratitude. So I, I want to get back to that because I believe God is right. He knows what's best. Studies have confirmed it, and it's good for me. So with that in mind, and in view of the fact that it's the Thanksgiving season here in my country, let me just mention some of the things for which I am grateful. 20 things that I am grateful for. And as I mention my things, I would encourage you to reflect on your things and then uh, maybe we can think through how we could do this, not just one day a year, but more consistently, daily, or at least weekly, intentionally practicing gratitude. So here's some things I'm thankful for. The first one, and these are in no particular order. This is just a random list of things that I just jotted down yesterday as I was thinking about this. The first is that uh, I have a overall good relationship with my family. Not that things are perfect and there's always tension and conflict and challenges, but I have a good relationship with my family, and I'm grateful for that. Um, I am grateful that I get to watch my kids, who are now adults and have their own kids, that I get to watch them pour the goodness and the wisdom of Jesus into their kids. Like, I didn't grow up with that. 
And, and uh, by the grace of God, he taught me how to do that with my kids. And now my kids who are grown up are doing it to my grandkids. And I'm grateful for watching that. that they're, it's not haphazard. They're being very intentional about that. And it makes me glad. And I'm super thankful that my kids not only love Jesus themselves, but they live and follow Jesus in such a way that it leads them to pass that on to their kids in good and helpful ways. Uh, I'm grateful that God allows me to participate in his plans and purposes in the world. That a simple thing is having this podcast or doing the listener's commentary or some of the traveling and speaking and teaching I get to do or the articles I get to write, that God in these simple little ways allows me to participate in his plans and purposes in the world. Um, I'm grateful, number four, for friends that are serving Jesus. Um, and even family members who are serving Jesus and teaching people about Jesus and uh, serving on the mission field and serving in ministry and loving people in Jesus' name. Uh, I'm grateful for the holidays and for food and for family. Like, uh, it's good to be together and it's good to enjoy good food together and it's good to laugh together. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the Bible that... The Bible is such a treasure trove of wisdom and guidance and help and encouragement. I'm grateful for the Bible. I'm grateful for God providing for my wife and I and for our family. Like, um, you know, life has really gotten expensive, crazy expensive. We've got kids that have young kids and my wife loves to help them out and be able to help buy clothes for the kids and some of that sort of stuff as they're trying to get their family started. And in, in the provision of God and the generosity of people, uh, God's provided for us over this last year. And I'm super grateful for that. I'm grateful for friends that help us out. <laughs> um, I've, I mentioned on last week's podcast, I've had this hip issue. One of the things that meant was I could not rake up all the leaves and get up on the roof and clean out the gutters this year for because of my hip. I just didn't have the flexibility. I didn't have the, the range of motion to be able to do all that on my own. And so my brother and my kids and their kids all came over and helped clean up the leaves in my yard this year. Super grateful for that. Or uh, had a made a big mistake the other day where I was back in the car out of the garage and I had the car door kind of open and I wasn't really paying attention. Car door caught on something, bent the car door. Well, I have a friend who has a friend who does body work on, a, on the car, and he at least got the car door uh, bent properly enough that it could actually shut so the car is drivable, and then he's going to fix it more fully and completely here in a few weeks. I'm grateful for that, for friends that help us out. I'm grateful for my grandkids. Um, they are just full of life and joy and laughter. Um, they give such great hugs and their, their smiles are incredible. And so I'm grateful for my grandkids. I'm grateful for my wife and for her faithfulness and her dependability um, and steadfastness and just grateful for her and for um, the life we have together and the friendship we've shared for 35 years. I'm grateful for a warm house now that it's so cold outside. Like, um, yesterday morning, it was uh, 17 degrees Fahrenheit, depending where you live in the world. Uh, don't know what that translates to in Celsius, but 
it's cold, like that's way below freezing. And it's, I'm grateful that we have a warm house to live in when it gets so cold outside overnight. I'm grateful for grace. Um, grace that uh, washes me from my sin and cleanses me and forgives me. Or grace of God that welcomes me to himself. Grace that empowers me to, to be able to live for Jesus and do the things he wants me to. I'm grateful for the grace of God. I'm grateful for the Holy Spirit, who is God with us, right? God with me, my walking partner in life. Uh, and so thank you, Holy Spirit, for just being ever faithful, ever present, uh, always with me. Um, and so I'm grateful for the Holy Spirit. I'm grateful that God made me his child. First um, John 3.1 says, How great a love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God. And that's who we are. And I'm so grateful for that, that I get to be his son, be part of his family, be loved by him. Um, get to, you know, look forward to the family inheritance someday in a new heavens and a new earth. Just so grateful that I'm part of the family of God as his child. I'm grateful for God's people all around the world who are standing firm and remaining strong and staying faithful to Jesus even when it's difficult in parts of the world where it's a whole lot harder to be a follower of Jesus than where I live. And yet, um, there they are faithfully serving Jesus living for him, loving him, serving him, preaching him all around the world. I'm grateful for them. And may the Lord strengthen you and establish you and bless you and lead you. If, if you're one of those who are living in that part of the world, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for people who support this ministry, uh, that there is a whole team of people who, who have realized that, man, God is using this for his honor and his glory. They, they, they believe in it. They've been impacted in it. And they support it. And some of you are giving $5 a month. Some of you are giving $50 a month. Some give more than that. Everything in between. And for each one of you, I'm grateful for you. In fact, when I get the notification that uh, somebody just gave every time, even if it's a recurring donor and they give every month, every time that notification comes through, I just pause for a second and thank God for you and for your support. And I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the hope of a perfect world that um, though there is lots of good things in this world that I'm grateful for and that I enjoy, there's also things in this world that are obviously not the way it's meant to be. Um, and uh, not only, that, I mean, just all sorts of things, right, that aren't the way it's meant to be, big and small. And I'm grateful that God has given us a living hope and that we know there will be a restored, renewed a perfect world someday where righteousness dwells, where the glory of God will fill the world as the water covers the sea. Oh, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm grateful for that hope. That hope is energy and life and sustenance when, when life gets difficult and hard. I'm grateful for good food. I like to eat. There's lots of good food. I'm grateful for good cooks. I'm grateful for my mom, um, who... Um, just turned 80 years old and who is walking with Jesus and who, um, who pointed me towards Jesus and who has supported me in life and in ministry and has been such an encouragement to me. I'm so grateful for my mom. I'm grateful for God, for Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and for his companionship and his faithfulness and his love and his goodness. I'm grateful to God for every good gift that he's given us. And so 
Those are 20 things that I jotted down that I am thankful for. And I hope it inspires you to just pause and think about things you're thankful for. And I know for myself, I want to do this more consistently and more regularly, get back to intentionally and deliberately practicing gratitude as God called me to and as I know is good for me. And so I think I'll probably get back to one day a week having, not that I won't do it any other day of the week, I'll thank God daily, but one day a week I'm going to make the special focus of my morning prayer time thankfulness. Um, and I'll probably bust out a little journal again and uh, make more of a habit on a regular basis of writing down things I'm grateful for because somehow when you write it down, it's like it becomes a little more concrete, tangible, and real. And so I'll probably do that some of the times as well. And so I want to be more intentional in fulfilling the words of 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks. And so I encourage you to follow suit. And together, uh, let's be more grateful this upcoming year as God has called us to and as we know is good for us. So I hope you have a wonderful week in Christ. I hope um, that this has encouraged you in some way and it's reminded you of the power and importance of gratitude. May you walk with Jesus. May you seek him daily. And may in everything you give thanks. God bless you guys. I look forward to talking with you again next week.